Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ladies, gentlemen, you know what it is. It's time for the show. Beyond the Noise, your man Rudy Rush, comedian Rudy Rush, the host with the most, with the coach with the most. <laughs> I was trying to come up with like some kind of catchphrase. But listen, we're here. My man Greg Walls in the building. G, what's Boy, good with you, man? Man, another good day, man. Glad to make it through the weekend. So another good day. What's up with now, you? Now, when you say stuff like that, see, he scares me. He, you know, when we leave here, I go and I just watch my television, YouTube, and I stream. When he says he made it through the weekend, I feel like he's doing like some kind of gladiator to the death at the grocery store with all kinds of people attacking him and stuff like that. But what's the Typical, let's talk about that. What's Good a typical course. weekend for someone like yourself? Because, you know, during the week and even now you're busy training and spreading the word, the gospel of fitness. What, what is a typical weekend for, uh, uh, you know, a master trainer like yourself? Saturday is a heavy work day. Saturday is, is, is more of a demo or open workout or maxing out the morning with personal training or uh, recording videos. There's a lot of different things that happen on Saturday. And then you try to grab the athletes that you couldn't work with on Thursday or Friday. Um, if you can't get them Saturday if they watch a film or if they involve another game, you get them on Sunday. Mm. So the weekend is usually pretty busy. You know. So I mean? for all the ladies out there looking for a man, even though G is taken right now, don't look this way because I don't do nothing on Saturday. <laughs> this dude seems like he working seven days a week. Saturday a week. Saturday. When you work on Saturday, you a worker. All right? That's that's up in front in person I, right I there. I still got to make time for, for my girl, though. She don't play that. Like, Saturday night, she, she okay. me hang out with her. So. Yeah, anytime your girl start putting those restrictions, like, we need to have a date night. You're like, all right, let me make these concessions now because I just had you scheduled for Sunday. <laughs> I had you for Sunday. <laughs> and now it's for Football season. Let's yeah. talk about that too, because yeah. you know, if anybody out here knows uh, beyond the noise, you know our, our resident coach, our resident uh, master trainer, uh, G Walls, Greg Walls, as he's well known by his family, and his when his mama is he's in trouble, his mama calls him that. Greg Walls, get your ass in there. She called me Gregory. <laughs> Gregory Walls. I knew my <laughs> Gregory Walls. You'd be like, dang, I mean, what yeah. I do this time? <laughs> my real name is Rudolph. My mother'd be like, Rudolph. I used to tell my brothers and sisters, I, I love y'all. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna miss y'all, <laughs> but yeah. So uh, you know, so basically, you this is your time of the year. Yes. You know, even though you you know you've had a stint in the professional levels, I'm sure you're still a fan and you kind of been watching all of the games. So how do you feel like? It's a, it's a different vibe when football comes back. You could tell the guys who are really into it that they're really like, this is the time of my, this is my time of year. No doubt about it. But I'm going to tell you, because we work with so many uh, middle school and high school kids, mm -hmm. them the games we go to. Mm. Like my staff, myself, we, we go on the games on Thursday nights. We go to Friday nights, college games on Saturday. So we spend so much time, you know, rooting on kids that we work with and cheering them on. Shout out to Ben Roberts, who just got an offer from Texas Tech. Nice. Been working with us. Hey, hey. So he's going to be a Red Raider. Guns up. Uh, but, like, things like that. So we go watch him on Fridays. We go watch him on Thursdays. We watch college athletes on Saturdays. Uh, so it, it's, a, it's a good time. And this is my favorite time of, of work year, basically. Mm. And that's funny because, you know, me personally, I've never been a professional athlete, but I've been asked by several professional athletes, why not? Okay, <laughs> that's that's basically the. And then they watch your film. <laughs> yeah, then they watch my film. You know what I'm saying from the, from the family reunion. They be like, bro, why haven't you just exploded onto the scene? Well, I said, well, listen, I'm I'm a funny guy, so that's what I'm gonna do with my yeah. life. But let me ask you this, because you know, as an 
NBA fan. That's my game. I yep. love basketball and I love the NBA, but I really truly love uh, March Madness now. But before things got a little saturated, I used to love watching the season. They have some great matchups, Big mm -hmm. East and ACC and stuff like that. What's the difference in your personal opinion watching some of these young kids from Pee Wee High School and college? And some people think college is a better excitement level than some of the pro stuff like what's your favorite because i'm sure you have one even though you said you watch a lot of these kids what's your favorite games to watch you know my level yes you know what nfl or mlb like the professional level okay it's my favorite to watch because i can i can actually see the the skill of the game mm. and the things that get coached from this point forward or the the difference in you know a a skilled polished professional and just a monster athlete mm. like you can see it and then I can watch it down so this is the level this kid is at in college mm. this is where he needs to get to mm. to like this is so it. you can actually see a kid and be like hey absolutely. this dude is ready to take that next step absolutely that, even if yeah. it's like a middle school kid yeah. going to high school I'm like he's ready he's a tenth grade level kid. wow. Yeah, he's coachable and, and yeah. able to understand and he runs good routes and things of that nature. And and people don't even think about that. We just think like these kids are just naturally gifted. Right. And they don't do any fundamentals. They just get where they're going on natural ability. But someone like yourself who deals with it every day, I'm sure you see a different level. And then when you see the top level, you're Man. like, oh, that's a bad boy because he's mixing some of that professional, you know, raw talent with with the fundamentals together. Man, I had a chance to train some professional athletes. And the difference in in the way we work is literally the skill. Mm. So, you know, I work with, a, I mean, I work with pro football players that, I mean, all pros, literally. And the detail we go into the training with is, all right, we're going to do this drill for this amount of time like this. Mm. And they really work on the skill for it. Mm. And then we can condition and then we can strength mm. train. But the skill is, is something different. Yeah. So you see that with a college kid who's trying to learn that skill. They pick it up really quickly. Nice, nice. And that's and that's funny that you say all that. And we're talking about this. It is beyond the noise. Greg Walls, Rudy Rush, we're here. And, you know, basically this show is to just kind of like give an insight on, you know, not only training, not only uh, sports. We, we talk about everything. We talk about yeah. families and all kinds of stuff. But today, you know, that's why I kind of led you in this direction, because our topic today is about diet and habit yeah. and a lot of that goes along with everybody because some people diet and don't realize like you know some diets can become part of your habit and 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 it's probably best sometimes to have a habit of having a good diet so Absolutely. you know i can sit here all day and kind of flip it and tell you how it should go and stuff me personally i definitely chose to have a different lifestyle as to as my training as my diet i still struggle sometimes i try to keep things in moderation you know i still eat some pizza every now and again but every now and again i'll go somewhere and be like all right i don't need to have this today yeah, yeah. it's tough or whatever but someone like yourself who not only has to deal with your own person personal demons, eating donuts and doing this and having sweets or whatever, yeah. coffee, whatever. You also in the business of helping people make decisions that will actually impact their life. So let's talk about diet and okay. habit and how they. So let's start from the diet perspective. What's a what's a natural, healthy, normal diet in your in your opinion? Let me let me start with the difference. OK, because I think that's where if we live in the difference, then we'll understand that everybody's adjustment is based on where they are. So uh, the diet is uh, short-term consistency for short-term gain. Mm. A habit is a long-term adjustment 
for a consistent action. Mm. For example, I can do a 30-day cleanse or a 30-day fast, and that is short-term consistency. I have to do these things over this amount of time to get this kind of result. Mm-hmm. But when you stop, it stops, mm. period. But a habit, break, biting your fingernails, stopping biting your fingernails, uh, eating the, eating breakfast mm. every morning versus not eating breakfast. If you make the adjustments over time for a long-term consistent situation, then everything about how you eat will change. Mm. And the thing is, everything is set up like that in a diet for you to continue with some kind of habit. Mm. That's why eight, 10, 12 day cleanses and fasts, they work, mm. but they only work for about 28 to 30 days. Yeah. So now listen, you know, uh, Greg always kind of shows everybody that, <laughs> that, that that he has a college degree and I do not. Okay. <laughs> Cause <laughs> let me tell you something. The way he explained that I went to high school, like, okay, carry the one <laughs> minus six. No, but no, I totally got all of that. What you're saying. And it's definitely about long-term and short-term goals. Cause there was times even myself, like let's go to training. Like I would get in the gym and you know, my genetics would allow my body to change pretty quickly. Yes. And so if I worked out for a straight month with a trainer, which is my preference because, you know, sometimes I can get more out of, you know, in my mind, I'm like, I'm paying for this. Listen, I'm going to go there and I'll get the results. Yeah. You know, like in a two and a half, three week period, I'll start to see effects from me putting in the work. But once I got to that point, Gee, I was done. Yeah. I was like, yo, look, yo, I'm good. I'm going to go out this weekend, be in the honey, we going to be good. I'm going to put some baby oil on and I'm going to be chilling. Great weekend. And then the next week, it'll be like a Tuesday or Wednesday. And I'll be like, well, I don't need to go because I'm still like, you know, this going to last a couple of weeks. And my mind gets into that, you know, place of complacency. And I'm like, OK, I don't need I don't need the gym no more. Something tells me I don't. All I got to do is control by eating, do a couple of pushups, and I'm good. And it's actually not the case. A month or two later, I'm back in my old spot again. For you, if you would have, and I encourage people to take this approach. You just told me everything I needed to know. You sound like you four weeks on, five weeks on, one week off. Mm. Make that your habit. Like, don't don't think you're falling off the wagon because you're taking the week off. Mm. Regardless of why you take it yeah. off, you just told me you'll go two or three or three. Four weeks, get that work in, take a week off. Start your uh, other workout from the back going forward. Mm. And now you stay consistent. You continually mix it up. Yeah. And you get them breaks that you want. So like September 12th of last year, I actually uh, started my workout regimen. Mm-hmm. And it's been a year since then. I have not spent a week without working out. Now I had gotten a little sick and under the weather. Mm -hmm. So that prohibited me from actually going to the gym. So that was the only thing that was a direct, almost as if I had an injury, something that can keep me from going without the fact that like, it's not my will. It's just science keeping me, you know, my, 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 my health keeping me from going to the gym. And so now it's like a, it's like a, it's like a healthy thing, but it's part of my lifestyle. I can't even get up without saying, Hey, I got to schedule some time at the gym today. Right there. The next day, I mean, two days out, I'm like, Oh, I got to schedule a class. Oh, I got to do this. And it's a part of my lifestyle mm-hmm. now. And I feel like for the first time in my life, I took that initiative. And for a lot of people, especially dealing with the pandemic and COVID, whatever, forced us all to kind of get out of the box that we are used to being in and trying new things. And I tried that. And that's something that has really worked out for me. Well, <clears throat> part of that, excuse me, I think is 
if we look at it like this, um, diets are easy to stop, easy to start, but habits are pretty hard to break. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So if you get into the habit of going to the gym, you feel different when you don't go. Yeah. Like, it's like, whoa, I need, I need to do this. I have to, I need to schedule that time because you created that habit. But a diet is like, oh, man, I got 12 more days left. <laughs> yeah. 11 more days left. You see what I'm saying? So a diet for you is like it's more schedule. It's like a, you know, uh, a lot of people, a lot of trainers tell you, and I'm sure you probably adopt this philosophy too, you know, having goals is great. Yes, absolutely. But sometimes those goals can be a little bit, uh, you know, it can it can harm you in the sense of if you feel like, OK, I want to lose 10 pounds. Once you get to 10 pounds, you reach that goal like you fit. You get to the finish line. And you just put your hands up. And you're like, I'm done. And a lot of people do that. You see a lot of people lose weight. And then all of a sudden you see them two, three months later. They're back to the normal size that they were before because that diet was the goal. And now they felt like it was over. There you go. <clears throat> so. The way we go about that, the way I try to coach up my team, the people that we work with, and especially the athletes, make it make the goal the standard. Like temp, losing ten pounds, ladies and gentlemen, ain't that difficult. It's a lot of things you can do to lose ten pounds, and it all works. It ain't might not all be right, and it might not all be good for you. But what if you said, "Yo, I want to." be this size for this reason. I, I need to be able to get ready for uh, these grandbabies that I got to be able to run around with for years. Mm. So that means if that's my standard, these are things I, I have to lose 10 pounds mm. and I have to keep it off. Mm. So I, I, I put together a regimen for that or, you know, I have to, ch I have to change what I eat. So this week I'm going to take a look at what I have to change. Mm. A lot of times as human beings, we forget we're not we're not built like the machine. The machine is built like us. Yeah. Look at a car. Leave it in the garage for a month and see if it cranks. Listen, out. you leave it in my, my neighborhood. <laughs> leave it in the neighborhood for a week and see the kid you crank <laughs> in your garage <laughs> with the door locked. You'll have some rats in there. You leave it long enough. I mean, listen, in the hood, that's where we used to live. My auntie, shout out to my aunt. She had some uh, rats in her car. But as a trainer, and I'm sure that there's been times as a trainer, as a professional, <laughs> yo, she had a whole nest in there, bro. How you going to just skip past that? I need to understand. <laughs> no, rats will get in your car. In your car. If you live, in, <laughs> listen. If you live in the country, see, I'm from the city. If you live in the city, rats will be in your car, and there will be baby rats in there, in like the, the muffler, something. If you ain't using it, that's crazy. And if you live in the country, it might be something like squirrels. Squirrels ain't Possibly. nothing but rats with blowouts. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> squirrels, as, as squirrels cool. ain't nothing but rats with afros, man. I hear you. All right. <laughs> look, tonight you're going to look in your book. You're going to be like, this squirrel do look like a rat with a fro. Yeah. yeah. I don't like squirrels or rats or pop. Either one. So use your car. So yeah. use your body. But what, what point in your life? When can you say, you know, because people look at you and, you know, they follow you and they, they, yeah. they, they subscribe to what your philosophies are. They also ask you to come and speak at engagements that yeah. deal with health. So it's actually people are in, you know, really using you to change lives. But when has your life gotten to a point where you were like, yo, gee, this is the heaviest you've been. Yo, gee, you are not healthy at all. You went to the doctor and they told you you're this and that. Like, when was your lowest point as far as your health is concerned? 
if you can recall that? About six months ago. Really? When my daddy got sick. Mm. Yeah. Like, it was, uh, yeah, it wasn't too long ago. Man, so I, so let's talk about, like, what happened? You gained weight? You weren't I, eating I, right? Or you just, I wasn't eating right. I wasn't hardly eating at all. Mm. Uh, and this was for about two months. And so let people know about that, too, because yeah. sometimes not eating and losing yeah. weight at a rapid pace or at an unhealthy rate you go. can also affect you in a, in a bad way. Let me tell you what I learned over these six months. Life will affect your size, not not just your health. Mm. A lot of times when life stuff happens to us, this is the first time, you know, my dad was uh, just giving a little bit of info. He was uh, diagnosed with stage three lung cancer mm -hmm. uh, and a whole bunch of other things that go along with that. But it, it's, it was stressful, stressful. You know, I'm in Texas. He's in Mississippi. Mm -hmm. My sister in China. My brother's in Florida. We got to go help my mom with this situation. Uh, he's got to go to these appointments. It's a lot. It was yeah, a lot. Yeah. So eating, you didn't think about it as much, you mm -hmm. know. Uh, so I wasn't as hydrated as I should have been. All the things that I tell people about that I try to do, those things, literally, I put them in my back pocket. Mm. And I know that sounds kind of weird to hear, you know, somebody who's an advocate who's 17 years, I've been living in this space, but man, life, life happens to everybody. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? So how do I get through that? People and trying to combat that with things that I knew. So when was the moment for you that, you know, of course you acknowledge that these things are happening and, and you, you know, clearly see the reason why, because you had a connection with your dad and a bunch of things that were going on with your family that kind of kept you in a space where it kept you from being, you know, the regular Greg that you knew that was eating right and working out on Saturdays where <laughs> I ain't doing that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. it when yeah. I go during the week, but still like what, brought you out of that like when did you realize like hey i got to get it back together get my life because your father's still going through some yeah, issues yeah. you're still dealing with the same things you were dealing initially so what brought you out of that funk well i went i was at fit tribe gym in mansfield shout out to sam and chris davis they do an amazing job with adult group fitness and everything other like so sam sam has a, a body scan machine you know you stand on that bad boy it spins you around it shows you you know, what everything about you, your water, your height, you know, I'm so I get that information back and I'm looking at uh my body and it's not what I see in the mirror. So mm, I'm looking yeah. at what the scan says and I'm looking at what I was seeing and they didn't match. I was like, hey, so now the reality of what's going on, you're looking at it. Mm. So you need to do something about it. Fortunately, I know what to do about it. Mm. You see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Some people don't know what to of do. Of course about not. It. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. I mean? People just uh, uh, let it, you know, it compiles. It turns into like, you know, the funny thing is, and a lot of people need to know this too, you're, you know, there's good there's good habits that we've been talking about, but when you get those habits that turn into a bad thing, then your <laughs> that bad behavior yep. consistently becomes what you are and then your body just adapts to that and you're just accustomed to that. Or most people because they're trying to figure out what to do, they diet. Mm. You see what I'm saying? I don't have to go into a 30-day situation or a six-week workout mm. for this, that, and the other. I know, so I kind of know, all right, I need to go back to this. I need to adjust this. This amount of water I need to be drinking. I'm giving everybody the answers right now, literally, yeah, yeah. dog. Like, Write it down. Look at your water. See, like, because if you stay hydrated, it, it helps you think. Clearly, mm. it really does. And you ain't thinking about, most of us are, dehydrated when we think we're hungry 
The second part is keep it moving. Like straight up, Rudy, like don't sit in that. Don't wallow in that. Don't be sedentary in the situation. Get up, walk around, five or six, 12, 15 push-ups. Get up and like you gotta move because it's gonna help with flow, blood flow and circulation. And that helps with clarity. So that doesn't sit on your mind. So now I'm drinking water, I'm moving, I'm losing, but my habits keep me going. Mm. So listen, if, if, if you hear anything, Ladies, you know, your man's blood flow is very important. You better get up and do some squats. <laughs> hey, on that note, help me with my blood flow. <laughs> squats help the blood flow. Miss <laughs> P, you in here? Where you at, Miss P? No. <laughs> no, but honestly, like, you know, really, like, people's challenge, especially nowadays, you know, this is one of the biggest challenges. And I think a lot of people who are going to write in because people hit us up on Instagram yeah. all the time yeah. and have questions. One of the questions I think I got a couple of times just looking on there and seeing some of the comments, you know, a big, big hurdle, obstacle for most women. And there's some guys out there, too. But most women who have written in, it's the fact that they have been home working from home. See, there's a level of exercise that you get even getting into your car, no going and walking in the courtyard, going to the lunchroom, going to the bathroom at work and stuff. Now you're home and everything is all access. You know what I mean? You walk two steps to the restroom. You may walk five steps to the kitchen, you know, and you're eating and you're sitting and you're being at home all day. Whereas before you would have to move around, get yeah. dressed. So yeah. how does a person who is now kind of, I wouldn't use the word trap, but it's mm. confined to a, a space where they can work and do everything in one place. How does that person get out and actually create healthy habits? Well, let's start at the beginning of that. If we think about it like this, it's easier to create a habit than it is to break a habit. Mm. So when we were all sitting at home, we were creating a habit, whether we liked it or not. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of sitting at home. I don't want to be able to go somewhere, but you still sit there. Mm-hmm. Then you eat, then you look at the computer, then you scroll, then you look. Next thing you know, you're five days in, and now it's getting, no matter how uncomfortable it is, you're becoming consistent. Mm-hmm. And now you're 12 days in, and although you don't like it, it's so much easier to mm-hmm. call Uber Eats or to call DoorDash. It just mm-hmm. it becomes that. Then 30 days later, you don't realize how different you feel, how different you look. But, and that, it didn't take but about 21 to 28 yeah. days to create that habit. Now it's going to take three months to break. See, a lot of people wonder why I stayed in that bad relationship for five years. It was hard to break. <laughs> it was hard to break. That was a bad habit from week two. <laughs> found, out, found out early it was bad. And stuck with it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got complacent. <laughs> Man, it would took everything to get me out of there. I thought I was going to need some medical assistance. But anyway... Last but not least, this is the last thing I really want to talk about before we close out. Now, you know, like I said, you know, we definitely, you know, put a highlight on diet and diet is very important. And, you know, I think we kind of took the approach that, you know, just understand this. Diet is not bad. Right. It is something that if you are not careful, you need to just use it properly. Understand what diet is, because really, you know, I do understand where you're coming from. G. Diet is something where. It shouldn't be considered that. It should be like, this is how I eat to live, period. This is my diet. Yes. According to my habits. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And some people's mind frame is diet. It's like, I'm trying to get to this. I'm trying to get to that. And then when I get to that, I'm going to stop eating like this. 
Exactly. And that's the problem. So, you know, uh, what are some of the things that people can do to kind of keep that focus? You know, is it simply like grocery shopping a certain way or how, how would you go about telling people how to have a diet to live, not a diet to, you know, to, to, to get to a point? Part, part one is you have to know what you, which, what kind of pie you putting in your pie hole. Like, write, <laughs> write it down. Excuse us. <laughs> you got to let, let them hear that. Say that. Say that you, one more time. You have to know yeah, yeah. what kind of pie you are putting in your pie hole. <laughs> Man, if you ain't a fan of Beyond the Noise at this point, when you get answers like that. All right, so get your pie hole ready and be careful as to what you about to put in it because Coach <laughs> Coach Walsh is telling everybody that you're not supposed to put what? Certain kind of pie in your pie hole. All right. Like you got to pay attention to what you're eating. Yes. And you need to write. You need to know what you're eating. You need to write that down. You need to know how much of whatever you're drinking. I'm talking about if you drink it on Fridays. I, I like Moscow Mules and I like uh, vodka waters. But I know exactly how many I'll have, and I can calculate it at the end of the week, just like I calculate water. So I think it's important that we pay attention to what we do first. The second part, Rudy, is take away the things you know you shouldn't do. Listen, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, I had a vodka and orange juice before I came. <laughs> My mama cooked some fried chicken. I said, Ma, I don't want to drink. <laughs> you done sent me to work. <laughs> That's probably why Miss P bought me this water. She was like, that boy lit. See, we a family show here. We <laughs> no hoes bar. Because <laughs> I was feeling a little saucy when I came here. Thank you, Miss P. We got a great team of people in here. It's part of my diet. But you go to my mother's house, you're going to be guaranteed to get some chicken and, and some vegetables. And she's going to offer you a drink. And we and got some coffee back there. No, I'm good. <laughs> I, think, I, think I'm, I think I'm all right. Yeah. But at the same time, you just mentioned that Moscow Mule. And I was like, I just had a vodka and orange. There you go. But yeah, definitely, man. What we want people to understand, diet and habit. You yes. got to understand what that means to you and understand what it means to have those concepts not misconstrued. Yes. G, you want to leave them with anything? I think it's important that before we do anything, we look at what we actually want. If, if losing 10 pounds is not hard, uh, running a faster time is not hard. What's hard is, you know, I want to be able to maintain a level of fitness mm -hmm. of consistent. I want to be able to run fast enough to be running this time all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I want to be able to change. I want to go from uh, a carnivore to a pescatarian to is that the word to I think uh, so. vegetarian to vegan. Don't go. You know, I just had steak. Now I want to be vegan. Yeah, it's just not real. I mean, I, you can do for a short period of time. Or you could do it from night to night. You know, you could turn into whatever you want that particular day. That is exactly right, Rudy. So if you want it, turn into that. Quit making them excuses of being what you ain't trying to be. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, like I said, to each his own. Some people are very successful when they make these decisions and they do it properly and gradually. Mm -hmm. But like, yeah, make a decision or just be someone who lives in the moment, you know, like do everything in moderation. That's what I like to think and do. That's my big word of the day, moderation. I use that a lot, but it really does work because sometimes it's like, eh, I'm not going to have a pizza today. I'm not going to have a pizza for a minute. Is that what you mean by in the moment? 
absolutely. Okay, yeah, okay. Because I'm gonna unless I'm talking to a part. single to a single female and you, you, your kids is gone. Well, in this moment, <laughs> if they with their father, this moment, I think take, I will be. I think moment. I will be on my way over there <laughs> for a Moscow Mule. <laughs> now, listen. Thank y'all for rocking with us. Check in next episode. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Like and subscribe. All the information's right here. We got a group of people that I've trained. And we got a, a challenge coming up. We got a 28-day weight loss challenge mm. uh, coming up. And that is literally to start forming habits of consistency. So, uh, ladies, we're going to send that information out to every, every one of y'all. And if we want to get toned, lose a couple of pounds, we'll be able to help you with that. And, ladies, we start a 90-day challenge, meaning that we're going to beat those 90 days. We're going to really shoot for nine days. <laughs> Okay, the 90 day challenge, <laughs> nine days. Okay, three dates. That's all it's <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, rock out with us. Thank y'all for rocking with us. Beyond the noise, Greg Walls, Rudy Rush. We up out of here. <laughs>